0: And we're back. And we're back. Welcome back to Olympia. We're here in uh, our state's capital. And uh, you know what? We are Beer Plus Three, where we attempt to solve the problems of the world. I one beer here at a time. Yes, it was the same, and I attempt to do this. You know, I, I often at work will uh, announce things over the microphone, like jackpots and whatnot. So you kind of have to learn to be a little you know, self... Correcting. You have to, yeah, you have to so self- course correct sometimes yeah. when you're announcing things, and that's, that's kind of part of it. Part of yeah. Now that we fucked up that intro, yeah. a good fucking intro. And I'm going to leave it how it is, because you know what? We're beer plus three. I'm already about four beers in. And we're going to test out uh, Grand Tetons Brewing Sweetgrass, American Pale Ale. Um, Here they call it an APA. Great bottle. Looks great. Uh, 6% by volume. Bottle conditioned. Bottle Um, conditioned.
1: we got some fuzz? You might want to roll that bottle before you pour it. Shall we roll the bottle? Yeah, I bet bet you there's some funks at the bottom. If it's bottle conditioned, it's usually when you get the chunks in the bottom of the bottle. So, uh, you know, I'd I'd give it a little... Stir, and you know, I'll get some of that. There we go. A little bit, that. a
0: little bit of a stir. I just tipped it up, yeah. and yeah, you can see a little bit of the cloudiness yeah. in this pale ale. I think the we had the brown from this. These yeah. guys, the Bitch Creek brown.
1: I didn't have it because you know what? I'm not on the podcast every time. I'm rarely on the podcast. I get a little bit jealous listening to the podcast, going, huh, "This is my podcast," and I've got to listen to somebody else sitting in my chair. I understand. She that. is doing a great job of it, by the
0: absolutely. way. Absolutely, absolutely. This was bottled on three nine, two
1: thousand sixteen. That was not too long ago. Oh well, that's yeah. and it's a good beer too. Uh, before we, we did this we opened with the
0: uh Well we started out on The Green Flash. Uh, the Green Flash's uh Double All India Pale Ale, the West Coast IPA. And yeah. it's it's a mighty fine beer. I I think we should probably age a couple since it yeah. says best buy. Yeah in August of yeah. this month, this year?
1: Yeah, so I would I would, I would, would definitely say it's an IPA that, you know, as it's a double, you know, if you drink it later... Holy just, shit, that's a good beer. Later this summer, it'd probably be a, an even better beer. You know, you don't mm-hmm. want to take an IPA too long, but, uh, you know, if, if they're going to recommend wait till August... I don't know, Tricera
0: works. hops after a year? It mm-hmm. was pretty fucking good.
1: And I think that's the thing with a double, you know? I mean, they always say don't age an IPA because the IPA is all about the crispness of the, the hops, right? But I think when you're talking about double IPAs where the hops are kind of dumbed down mm-hmm. uh, just because of the high alcohol content, I think it's not as important. In fact, a lot, with a lot of the doubles, you, you want that sour, more pungent taste over the oh, hops. Absolutely. That's absolutely. what you're looking for in a double. So I don't think it hurts them nearly as much. No, no. that was It was really good after a year.
0: This is pretty amazing pale ale, actually. It's, Lots of flavor.
1: Yeah.
0: Murky. Thick. Little funk. Yeah. There's definitely some yeah. funk there yeah. on the back end, but exactly what it needs to be. I think uh, this Grand Tetons might actually be a very good brewery.
1: Is the, the Tetons, is that a place in America? That oh, is.
0: The Grand Tetons yeah. are uh,
1: uh, uh, mountains. 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 This is, oh, yeah, no, I think somebody recently educated me about the Grand Tetons.
0: Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Right. You, you can see the Grand Tetons yeah. from there, but this, uh, brewed and bottled by Grand Teton Brewing Company. Four thirty, Old Jackson Hole Highway, Vic, Victor, Idaho. Uh, Kooky.
1: Yeah. So uh, oh, doesn't that look awesome? There's so the Grand Tetons. Does that mean big titties? Is that what? That yes, is? big, big titties. titties. Yeah. Did I learn that from you? the beer podcast, or uh, you Pro- probably learned you that it? from me yeah. at
0: some point? I don't know. Maybe you didn't. I have no idea. I do, I honestly believe people don't learn shit from yeah. me. So
1: well, you know, one thing that I absolutely didn't learn from you, and let's be okay. honest, all right. Even though we're very close musical buddies, we don't have, run a neck and neck with our musical tastes absolutely not no during mm-hmm. the warm up for this i you know I needed a little warm- up music normally, I'd get my warm- up music I'd be on the way driving to your house or I'd be making some dinner for y'all on your way over. but normally I'd have a few moments by myself to listen to the warm- up music because I know that mm-hmm. not everybody appreciates my warm up music, but today, as you're kind of stuck here and i'm you know I'm here. Yeah. Stuck and I, here. I don't know if I'm stuck here. I do. Own a car. Hopefully, it's, it's <laughs> hopefully it's a graceful stuck here. Like hopefully you're having a good time. Absolutely. But that that said, you know, you did have to bear with me for about ten minutes while I, I got some warm up music in me, and uh, you know, I could tell that you were not necessarily entirely comfortable listening to it. You, you said as much. You said this is not my style of music. So
0: I can appreciate that style of music for minutes at a time, right? Absolutely. Tens of I minutes. mean um I have enjoyed more of that kind of music in movies and TV than I have personally like right. on the radio or anything. That's something I just turn mm-hmm. to a different channel immediately. So
1: So I was curious, you know, I know where my musical influences come from, but I don't know where your musical influences come from. What do you from. mean musical
0: influences?
1: I well, mean, I, you know, I mean I know your parents, your parents are lovely people, but yeah. uh I don't know what music they listen to because I've never listened to music around me.
0: I grew up listening to their music. I mean, growing up, I listened to everything from Patty Duke to uh, all the stuff that was on during the 70s. We're talking the Mamas and the Papas and and, uh, a few other folks, Helen Reddy, uh, just super white people music.
1: Yeah.
0: AM Gold. Like, super white folk music. Like... Seriously, white folks' music. In the 70s was like the time, the renaissance of r and B. I I mean, there's some great rhythm and blues artists that come out of that time, from Diana Ross to, you know, just so many incredible, awesome people mm-hmm. that I didn't get to hear because my, my parents were listening to A.M. A. M. Gold. A.M. Gold. Yes.
1: So was A.M. Gold like current music at the time, or was it like...
0: I'm on top of the world looking... Down on creation and the... Und- ah. That's all they ever yeah. listened to was stuff like that.
1: So that's what you grew up with. and then That's that-
0: kind of what I grew up with. And then being an only child, I i never had... I mean, yes, they were a bit of my influence. But when I, as an only child, you don't have like older brothers and sisters. You don't have the older siblings or older folks, uh, kids, to really introduce you to things. Right. So, what I ended up doing, especially, I think I was around 11, something between 10 and 12. I think it was like 11. Um, usually that comes between 10 and 12, <laughs> <laughs> but generally. <laughs> right, right here, right? Usually. But uh, between those two, uh, I ended up just glomming on to whatever was popular. So, I ended up asking for music during that time for my birthday. So I ended up mm-hmm. with two tapes of, of Michael Jackson, which I listened to shit out of. It was Thriller right. at the time. Right. I think I was about 11 when uh-huh. it came out. Yeah. Um, and what else was there? It was something else that was just utterly foul. Because um, I'm not a huge fan of Michael Jackson, never have been, but I listened to shit out of Thriller.
1: That's it's a good album. I mean, you know, fan or not fan, I mean, that, yeah. that is pop gold. That seems- it, is,
0: it is pop gold, but... Um, Later on, I started uh, listening to my own music. I started finding other music, which is why I discovered, like, R.E.M. Right. That and a that lot of the Eurythmics and a lot of the stuff that may have been popular at the time. But I grew up in Burlington, Washington. Right.
1: But that kind of self-discovery doesn't come until, let's let's be honest, you don't start discovering your own music until 13, 14, yeah, 15. Exactly. Absolutely,
0: and that's when I... Started listening to like 120 Minutes and Headbangers Ball and and stuff like that.
1: MTV. Obviously, you had cable. You were nice enough to have cable.
0: Well, my dad worked for the cable company for the longest time. Right. And so we had free cable for the longest Mm -hmm. time. So Before that, I had to go up on the roof and turn the antenna to find channel 12. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, when that little dial got stuck somewhere, I had to go up on the roof and fucking fix that shit.
1: God forbid the wind should blow.
0: Yeah. No shit. But uh, that's where kind of my influences come from. i found, I discovered blues on my own. Uh I remember going into a music store back when there was music stores, which I think we're really missing, I think we're missing out. Olympia has
1: music stores. I don't know where about you, where you're from, but Olympia has music stores.
0: I'm from Bellingham, there's only one music store, and I don't know anybody that goes there.
1: I think we've got three music stores, and they are are banging popular.
0: Oh, they good. Yeah. Good. That's that's awesome because I remember going in and, and and they were playing John Lee Hooker right over the sound system, and it was some like long haired, fucking headbanging dude yeah. at the at the counter, but he was just playing it.
1: see when you know music. And, you like good music, regardless uh, of anything in your head. True, and he wasn't one of the douchebags. You know how when you go to a music store, yeah. mostly douchebags. Right. Going back to Mark Maron whole thread of episode season two. Is about I that. haven't made
0: it to season two yet. I've only gotten through season it's, one. It's, I think
1: it's the discovery of the long play format of, of the records and, uh, and yeah. being a middle aged douche boy going in and buying a record player, and getting <laughs> records again. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great.
0: Right on. It's a, it's a it is a great show. But I remember him playing, uh, um, and I went to that. I went. He was the nicest guy. Introduced me to all kinds of different music. And uh, I ended up getting into reggae through him yeah. and also the blues. And from then on, I just bought nothing but blues albums for quite a while.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah, I you know, the blues is not ever anything that I ever really picked up on. And it wasn't because I hated it or anything. It was just, you know, I, I, maybe I didn't have time for it. I don't, or, you know, maybe there wasn't enough for me to, yeah. to grab onto. Um, so... You know, my, my discovery, or the way I, I found music, my, my parents were way into music, continually. Music was always playing in the house. Yeah?
0: What kind of music? I mean, what what did your parents listen to? Because well, my, my parents were, like I said, like, super white folks.
1: Yeah, I don't think my, my you know, my parents, I you don't think they necessarily ran in the same circles as your parents. Most likely not. I mean, uh, I think they're about the same age.
0: Yeah, I would imagine thereabout. But my parents,
1: my parents, same generation, right? My parents were not necessarily hippies, but I think they were more of that slant, more more of the liberal base. And then, you know, maybe grew up in, you know, my mom spent, you know, she was born and raised in Prince George, BC, which is kind of out in the sticks. But at a young age, she had moved into Vancouver. That's a metropolitan. And that, that's area. a yeah. metropolitan. So it's urban. She, it's urban. So I think she picked up a lot of her musical tastes from, from that scene.
0: Let's just say I'd never heard the song Lowrider until my parents were watching Cheech and Chong. Really? Yeah, that was the first time I ever yeah. heard the song Lowrider, yeah. which it shouldn't have been, especially growing up in the 70s. Right. So,
1: so yeah, my parents had a lot of... Uh, they had some of the music that you're talking about, the AM Gold stuff. Okay. But, you know, we had uh, things like... Oh, my mom
0: did have some Beatles that she had, Let It Be, and a couple of Beatles albums. But my dad hated the Beatles, so he never we never listened to it. I listened to the shit out of it when I think I was like 10 or 11 right. years old, 12 years old.
1: But, you know, much like I imagine your parents did, because I know we both sing along to the Johnny Horton. My parents had, oh, yeah. had anything from Johnny Horton to Patsy Cline. But, Absolutely. you know, also I think uh, during the time, during the time of the 70s, they let a lot of that 70s music actually come in. But I'm not talking about necessarily the rock and roll headbanging music that was starting to evolve at the time, but uh, a lot of the soul music. Uh, and
0: funk, man. And funk was huge right. right
1: then. So the soul music and the funk, I remember growing up in Seattle and being, you know, your daughter's age and younger and my, and my parents listening to the funk. Earth, wind, some, and fire, and, and, and the, the good and stuff. stuff. And we, I grew up in a colored neighborhood, you know, with lots of colored people, people of color. There was Asians and blacks, and, you know, we didn't live, in you know, a Primarily, there was not a lot of white folks around. And, you know, my mom... Just your mom. Just the mom for the, for the most part. And I mean, I mean, you laugh, but I spent a lot of time, you know, with her best friends going to, you know, the, the housing projects. Mm-hmm. And hanging out with her friends and growing up with those kids. So the soul music that I start listening to, that's, that's where a lot of my influences come in. So when I start listening to something like, you know, The Outcast, which... For hip-hop they're very soul influenced like you hear the, the the driving beat in the background mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the, the real bouncy g- glorious almost church type mm-hmm. music oh yeah. and that's where a cool. lot of that's where a lot of my influence comes from so my parents had like a wide variety of music they'd listen to there wasn't didn't tend to be a lot of country western in there but there was some but you know i think because of that i think i end up being very comfortable around that type of music that some people aren't necessarily well, I it's not I don't think it's a comfort factor. Right. It's just taste. Well, I mean, I think. It, it's it's like macaroni and cheese to me, right? It's like homey. Oh, oh. Y- yeah. Where yeah.
2: right
0: the They're behind the box of uh, um cookies. God damn it. Behind the box of goddamn <laughs> box of the goddamn things you've been begging for all afternoon.
1: So, so any kind of music that's got a real soul jive to the back of it, even if I don't see, want but
0: I and that's that's my point is yeah. I really love blues, right. I love jazz, yeah. I love uh, funk, yeah. I, I love a lot of the soul and rhythm and blues stuff from all the way up to the eighties, and mm-hmm. that's where it just I tend to separate right. from from that because it all begins to kind of go and it all just seems the same right. at some point.
1: Well, and then you go back, and then you know, I was talking about the ages of thirteen and fourteen, and I was, you know, I wasn't a single kid, but I was the the oldest of kids. So if things had to be influenced on me, you know, my little brothers are not necessarily going to influence me. But you get things like your cousins, and I don't know how much of an impact your cousins had on you, but they,
0: absolutely not.
1: Yeah, absolutely. My cousins had a great impact. I spent, you know, great- that's not true.
0: Uh, um, my cousin uh, Sherry, I think, gave me. Uh, Duran Duran, right? She, she, they, because they were obsessed. Her and her sister were obsessed with Duran Duran. Oh, they had posters all over the walls of all those guys. They were so obsessed with Duran Duran, and they kind of got
1: me into Duran Duran. So, it's
2: but, not a bad thing to be
1: obsessed. Yeah, <laughs> D- Duran Duran's a good pull. Pull actually, mm-hmm. I, mean, I think that's kind of neat. Where I was going is, you know, I had cousins that were from, from Canada. I'm talking about the other side of the family now, my mom's side of the family, and these guys were big into metal. The metal scene was just starting to boom.
2: Mid-80s. Oh especially
1: yeah. What's the, what's the age? Uh I'm talking about like between 11 and 13 14. So I'm talking Well there about, was there know?
0: was like this weird influence yeah. Yeah. in the early 80s of the 70s like headbangers like Kiss and and Thin Lizzy and and all those like yeah.
2: it was the cute. But
0: their their influence while was like this traditional rock three-chord is. rock and roll, now you have a new generation like Bon Jovi and, and, and all those guys that were influenced by...
1: Right, exactly. They were, the, they were like the second coming of that style of music. And, uh, and and so... Wait, we'll pause. We're on
0: pause for the moment. We're pausing. We're closing the door because someone's listening to loud music.
1: Because of our, uh, our, our new uh, mobile podcast studio here, the microphones are so sensitive, they will pick up the person 20 feet away watching a movie. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, which is great, but... But, so, uh, my cousins influenced me and they started getting into the heavier, darker metal. Like metal, like Ozzy Osbourne. Like I remember one mm-hmm. Christmas getting an, Ozzy, like an o- Ozzy Osbourne I tape and an, an Iron Maiden tape. And I got them, and I went. What the fuck is this? I'm going home, and I'm I'm listening to nucleus. I'm still I'm still listening to rap music at home. Yeah. It took me a It took me a while. It took me a couple of years, but then suddenly the metal took over, and I went. Or you that, moved
0: to Ferndale, yeah, and it all went downhill.
1: Yeah. So, well, it wasn't. It was. It was before. It was before moving out of Seattle. You know, I was a little bit of a headbanger myself, but uh, it's funny the way you shun that music, but. Uh, after, after getting out What do you mean shun? What music am I shunning? I, so I, the heavy metal. I got into the heavy metal and then I shunned all of the rap and hip-hop and oh, soul and I all see. that music I wanted to... So def- you,
0: you, you thought you had to be de- decisive or divisive at some point to right. where you... Like, okay, I'm going to put away childish things.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You're going to put away the childish things and you go to the metal and it's not until you mid-twenties that you realize, God, I'm kind of being an asshole here. Yeah. Like, let's let's bring that back. Mm-hmm. So... I brought it back. So, you know, now my kids, you know, they're riding around in my car, you, you know. They could be listening to Tupac. They could be listen And I'm rediscovering rap music that I missed from that generation where I like kind of shut riding it out of my mind at yo 64. Yeah. What about <laughs> punk? Punk? Did you ever you get into punk? To- I love. Yeah, loved no, punk. I got into punk. That's that like, was I I, I, that was
0: actually that's true. Uh you asked me about some of my influences. I remember working the fields. Yeah. Berry picking? Berry picking and and picking bulbs and stuff when I was 12 and 13. And uh, um, I, yeah, during the summer. um, And (laughs) it was a great job. I was just 12 and 13 and a complete little white prick. So I didn't do as good as some people, as I should have. Um, but I remember making friends who were really into punk, and they had a lot of canadian punk bands and 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 some of the california guys you know like seven seconds and and a lot of that stuff so I ended up starting that's that was kind of the launching pad right there of my my alternative, if you want to call it uh music
1: tastes right. but you were obviously lucky enough to have access to m t v so you could do the one hundred and twenty minutes i
0: did and i didn't listen i didn 't watch one hundred and twenty minutes quite as often as I liked. The uh, um, the alternative one. Well, I mean, that was 120 minutes. Yeah, I think thinking Headbangers Ball. Headbangers sorry. Ball. I didn't I didn't watch the Headbangers Ball as much as I watched 120 minutes because 120 minutes had the REM, the Cure, it had all of the Depeche Mode, and all of that stuff. Not a lot of electronic music in Burlington, Washington. Um, yes, but you're from the city. So, that there, therein lies, that's a little different. He would have probably heard electronic music long before I ever did. Right. Which, uh, the Pet Shop Boys were the, about as close as we got to electronic music. And I loved the Pet Shop Boys, even back then. But I was much more into The Cure and Depeche Mode and those guys. So, that's really where I found my own. And I was the weird kid. Right. So, I grew up in Burlington where everyone, if you weren't into Bon Jovi or country... If you weren't into hair metal bands or country, you were the weird kid, and right. I was that guy.
1: But, you know, the one thing I did like about the metal videos, especially, were the big titties. Well, Tonic contain Right. And the Grand Tetons. And the Grand Tetons. And spe- speaking of Grand Tetons, the spear that we just had was not that. It's I, I good it. beer. No, Idaho
0: yeah. was making some good beer, apparently.
1: Apparently. I mean, they've got nothing else to do except for speed on their highways like maniacs. Absolutely. They're
0: really untreated highways. They're highways that have. Not been repaired probably in 30 years. Right.
1: And they go really fast. Mm-hmm. And you can go really fast. I think as long as you're not inside the city limits, it's, it's, a, it's a free game. That's, that's well, quite yes quite and it. no. It
0: depends on where you're at. Right. Like uh, a lot of the Pullman, uh, back in the day, it used to be that Idaho's drinking age was 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. And with Pullman, right there on the edge, they had plenty of kids that went over the border. And would get fucked up and try to drive back and try kill, to drive back, killed themselves half right. the time. So,
1: well, only half, right? We're going.
0: We're going for the triple Belgian next. We are going to go from Dix. Dix, where's Dix at? Dix I can't is, remember where Dix, Dix is. Dix is actually
1: at. local to the area. They in are Seattle. no, yeah. Well, Dix, Dix is in Seattle, and Dix is in Spokane, and Dix is also in Centralia or Chehalis. They're, uh, they're sure. They're they're right next door to Lucas's place. uh... Oh, so, they're yeah, they're down so, south. So they're a local beer to Olympia. I mean, you know, <coughs> within 15 minutes. Well Let's see where they be at. Dix, 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 Dix. Brewing Company, Centralia.
0: Yep. Centralia. Okay. This is going to be a triple IPA, so this is probably high ABV.
1: Yeah, I think it's 8%. But we should be looking for some of that uh, that Belgian funk to blend with the high alcohol content. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. And I like the the cloudiness and the thickness. Yeah. It's looking good. And I think this might actually be I probably should do the same thing as with the other beer, maybe. Yeah. No, there's not a lot of uh-huh. there's not a lot of chunks at the bottom. There is chunks. Definitely chunks. But um.
1: You know, and, and this is an k- entirely different kind of foam on the top of this beer if you look. Mhm. Oh, uh, smell it, that. It's being produced by that that uh that yeast. It's... You can
0: certainly smell that funk.
1: Oh, that's a good beer. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. my style of beer though, I mean. We get the funk. Not everybody's into the sweet, sour, funky huh. taste of a oh, Belgian. Oh, absolutely amazing. Uh, I fell in love with beer in Belgium, so Yeah, but uh, this this is a really good beer.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So earlier today, you know, we, you know, I've been trying to make uh, Olympia seem like a good town to y'all. I wouldn't mind influencing a decision to like. It is beautiful. To, to start Absolutely looking for employment place, in in the area, I think it could happen if if you wanted it to, or if not, you know, maybe you'll just be like, oh, it's such a cool place, Mike. I'll come visit you more often. So. The one thing we did stop at on our way back from the downtown experience, we went to the market. We went to the. Comic we went books. to Old School. Went that place old, was great. Went to Old School Pizzeria. Which you know, anytime I mention old school on the Facebook, I got twenty people that go, "Oh man, they got the best pizza." It, yeah, it, it has fantastic pe- fantastic, and it's pizza. people from all over the place. right? Strangely
0: enough, I had a few bites of my daughter's just pepperoni pizza. Yeah. It was delicious. Hands down, one of the better
1: than the pizza I we ate. Right, actually, the the, the flat yeah, cheese pizza is great. Yeah, they, oh, I bet you the know. Sauce yeah, right? The, the you sauce is sauce, delicious. Yeah, the sauce is delicious, and mm-hmm. the 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 uh, dough is impeccable.
0: The crust, yeah, the dough was perfect, perfectly done. Tasted perfect. I I've not had that good a pizza in a while.
1: They've only got six taps, but every every beer on that six taps was a good one. Cider. Well, they
0: had five beers yeah, in, cider. And one, cider, in one cider, and they were all local Washington and/or Northwest Oregon beers. All right. I say Oregon because they okay. were most likely from Oregon uh, because they had Ninkasi mm-hmm. on there and yeah. a few others, but the majority were all very Washington beers, and but, they were all fantastic. Well, Although no, they one. had Green Flash, they did have Green Flash.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, but they certainly didn't have a Budweiser.
0: No, there was no Bud to be seen. Right. There was Pepsi, certainly. Yeah. But and no, no Bud. Budweiser. So, no, no.
1: It, pizza's great. We, we do have one other pizza place that is, is on. Nicole and I will debate which one is better, Vicks or Old School. But you know what? Truth, truth be known, they both make an excellent pizza. They're both but on where's one. the better beer? That's the thing. The other one has good beer too. Oh. The other and they have cheap growler fills. They got ten dollars cheaper than fourteen dollars. Ten
0: dollars. Th- these guys at Old School, I noticed, wanted fourteen dollars for the growler. Beer. Their growler fill. I almost good. bought a growler there. I didn't. Okay.
1: Okay. I held back. Vic, Vic's has a ten dollar growler fill. Nicole and I stopped in there for uh, pizza and beer lunch uh, last weekend. I think it was maybe the we weekend yeah. before. Stop in. It's a nice day like this. I think it was eighty out. We were driving around with the jeep with the roof off, and we stopped. Nice. In. Stop in. We get a. Uh, a beer and pizza. We hadn't I'd never been there before, but I knew it was down the street from my work, so uh, let's, let's go check it out. Pizza was great, place was absolutely packed, and then I had a beer from Georgetown that was just fantastic. It's like I don't you know Georgetown you always get the Manny's, right? And the Manny's is a pretty good IPA, it's pretty good. Like if I see Manny's on the menu and there's nothing else that's interesting, mm-hmm. I might get a Manny's. But I had this other Manny's, this uh Ho Hopfenweissen, Ooh. which again is another Belgian style ale. But it's, it's a style that I've never had, Hopfenweissen with a, with a Hopf, not a Heffa, but a hopfen, Hopfenweissen. Man, that beer was, knocked my socks off. Really? Yeah, I, I went back and that, and that was
0: Manny's, Manny's. What is Manny's? They're out of Georgetown.
1: Georgetown. Is that Fort George? No, no, no it's from Seattle. Actually, oh. the brewery is Georgetown Brewery oh. from Georgetown in Seattle. I they're, don't think I've ever they're, had they're, any of them. Their pale ale is called Manny's.
0: And, ah, and, and, I see that everywhere. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I just thought it was like Mac and Jack's, Manny's, mm. Bloody doge. No, I just... And it looked... I, don't, it, I just never had it because it, I associated it with that. It, it's a very fine IPA that you'll see at a lot of places. They, they, you know, it's on tap everywhere. I don't even know if they bottle it, but it's on tap everywhere. Yeah, And they do another one called Lucille, and the Lucille is actually pretty good. Oh, I've had Lucille. Well, that is delicious. That is a good one. This that that's a beer I'd like to see a lot more of. Oh, Yeah. But this dicks that we're drinking right now, terrific it's no dicks is has traditionally come out with good fucking beer. I haven't had a lot of it to to be honest, and I, I know I'm in the the neighborhood of dicks, and uh I remember when uh
0: Dave was in town he wanted he 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 went to the store and bought dicks just so he could put it in a bag and say, "I have a bag, bag of dicks I brought a bag of dicks so uh and we had it, and it was wonderful beer, wonderful beer. This is a different, this is way one-off from their labels, but this is a good beer. Excellent. Hmm. But I constantly find new musics to listen to. Oh, shit. I'm going to just fuck shit up now. Um, But lately, of course, uh, within the last year or so, I've been getting into the... the, Not gospel. uh, no, no Uh, while well, some of that is awesome actually yeah. don't get me wrong That's some solid. of it, it can be really fucking good especially the, the the old like southern you know good stuff where they're standing up and clapping mm. and singing and they fucking you can hear that they fucking mean it it's, if it's if refreshing if, if they're
1: singing and clapping I want to sing and clapping yeah, you know if it, if, it, absolutely. if it moves absolutely. me it's good music
0: but I, I I've been getting into the uh, what's that called glam rock in the last year or right. so. And so I've been listening to a lot of that. Is what I've been listening to. But what,
1: what's 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 an example of glam rock? Uh, glam
0: rock is is everything from like uh, Lou Reed, David Bowie, um, a lot of the uh, 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 what's his name? Fuck, uh, oh, I can't remember. Um, but it, Thin Lizzy is a little bit of that, um Mott the Hoople, um, just Glam rock, is, I don't know. Is it's
1: Queen considered glam rock? Queen, yeah,
0: is a bit of glammy. Mm-hmm. Is, is a glammy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything where they basically were dressed in drag, practically, on stage, right. that would be called glam mm-hmm. rock. Where genders were bent right. to the breaking point and, and the songs were often about uh, things that... Like, my parents would have never even thought about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, heroin used to to drag queens, to, to, to having your first gay experience, to, you know, just all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, the we're funny. not glam rock, but they were certainly the the electronic equivalent of. Yeah. Video? Oh, yeah, their videos are the gayest
1: fucking things ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, God forbid in 1980, they
1: admitted they were gay. I know Mata Hoople was brought up in an R.E.M. song. Yeah, Mata is awesome. I've never listened to them, but I know they also get brought up in a movie. And I was, you know, When you said that, I was like, what movie was it where they brought up Mata Hoople? And it, uh, was, it was like a contention of who's cool. It's like two, two people. It's like, oh, you know Mata Hoople? You're awesome.
0: Yeah, Mata is awesome. They're, 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 it's funny because uh, like, uh, I was listening to uh, Greg Proop's podcast. He did one podcast where he had guests. The only time he's really ever had guests. Uh-huh. And one of them... This is uh like a year before David Bowie came out with his last album. Uh-huh. And it's this guy has been his producer since like 1970
2: he added at that. Uh-huh. And
0: the shit he talked about, like Mata Hoople and Bowie and, and all those guys kind of came up with this glam rock idea almost all at the same time. It was... Genius. If you ever get a chance to listen to it, it's, it's genius. It's wonderful. The guy is amazing.
2: Yeah.
0: Jim Morrison, what? Rock and roll. That's a classic, classic no, rock,
2: of rock
0: and roll? Yes, they like rock and roll, but they like 50s rock and roll. They like the three chord Richie Valens rock and roll. Buddy Holly I listen to a shit ton of Buddy Holly and I still love Buddy yeah. Holly to this day they listen to a lot of Buddy Holly they listen to the Big Bopper they listen to uh, anybody that died on a plane right. they listen to them
1: so the doors almost begin or are almost a, a member of that psychedelic rock no phase. they are
0: they're, they're very much along the lines of uh, like the line Jefferson line. Starship type type or, no Stonewall. Jefferson Airplane sorry um, they're they're along that lines more or less. I love the Doors, and we I fell them. in love with the Doors in, in my teenage years, and didn't stop listening to them at all. Uh, Susie Sue um, was part of the 120 minutes back in the day. I got to see Susie Sue.
2: What she about chairing? A bit of a dick to me, but aid, what? her aid, in her day, Who? the seventies
0: chair. Chair? I never got into chair so much. No, I'm talking okay because
2: Mexico's completely different. Yeah, yeah I, I'm sure it way. is. I'm sure That's it is. This so came,
0: this coming from the woman that wasn't going to talk. Right. <laughs> so, I, I, no, I, I'm fine with it. I, I, you should just move closer
1: and be right. part
2: of the podcast. As,
1: as we're testing it. I want you to be. Right. Oh, she needs more wine. As we're testing out the <laughs> podcast, I'm, I'm wondering—you're the one monitoring the sound. I know, and
0: it's—it's it's having a hard time picking her up. So if she came a little bit closer, if she was right there, that would be perfect. Yeah, this would be absolutely perfect, and she would be part of the podcast, right? Even and, though it did pick her up. Yeah,
1: yeah. So exactly. I so. think
0: with the uh, the the microphones, we should be.
1: Pretty set, a hundred percent solid. I think you got a couple people who are r- r- running on the free range mic over here. No, you just have
0: one on the free range, mm-hmm. two from the back. Yeah. We're good.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think that's. I not... I
0: think that I've seen enough porn where two from the back can work.
1: I've never had two from the back. I might have been a part of two from the back, but you know, I've never. I don't know. Had Did it, it so work? You, uh, it always works. I mean, it's okay, always, it's see, always, that's it's what I'm saying. It's I mean, always what it, you know. There's might be some ball rubbing. You got to be good. There good, might be some ball rubbing. You got to be open minded. I mean, you can't you can't go into this thing kind of blind. Um, true, true. You have to. If you're not comfortable with yourself, you shouldn't be playing the game. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's that's what I've been having problems with lately
0: is my my self image. Because yeah. of the fatness and the boobies and the stuff like that, so I, that's why I started working out. And mm-hmm. I just I reach my plateau or my bottom or whatever alcoholics might say what, what you reach, right. and you just need to fix shit. And that's where I've reached, and right. I need to get back to. Right.
1: Um, so you mentioned that on the podcast sort of maybe an episode or two ago. So we're yeah. ta- we're talking about a revamp, a revamping of the Swats we love into a revamping himself into a Swats he loves as well. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're working out, you're, you're doing, what, 20 minutes a day? I do
0: 20 minutes a day on the stationary bike yeah. and watch my Broad City because those ladies are amazing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, at work, I go out of my way to take a nice long walk around the building, you know, which is, mm-hmm. ends up getting yeah. going to be yeah. like at least uh, uh, almost a mile right. to go all the way through you know, the building and then all the right. way out yeah. and around. Talking about
2: good music, you know, which movie your wife is watching? Great I, expectations.
0: Great expectations. Yeah, that's a good soundtrack. That's a very good soundtrack. Tori Amos and and I think who else is on that? I, like Death I, Cab I, or something. It is a fast, you
2: know, but my, one of my favorite songs is the uh, the the train one. I don't know that one. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure if I heard it. Yeah. But nonetheless, na, na,
2: na, you didn't close did. the door. Yes, I did. Yeah.
1: It's did. it's closed ninety three percent. Yeah, it is. And 90, 93% is almost
0: 100%. <laughs> it is almost 100 But yeah, I'm, I'm, I've, I've reached rock bottom, and I, now I need to uh, get rid of the man boobs. Yep. Get rid of the man boobs. Okay. Yeah.
1: How far do you go? Do you go far Pretty enough? Good. Do you have a goal? Do you have, do you have an, in, an I game? have a goal, yeah. I
0: need to get back down to fitting into clothes that are relatively familiar to me. So, I mean, we're talking... I need to be at least a 34. Right.
1: 34, huh? Yeah. Hmm. That's, very, that's very... That's uh, very... I like being in a 34. I, I was in a 34. I mean, you know me. I've been I've been pretty rotund myself, but now... At my, at my lowest point, I was a 34. Almost into a 32. I actually bought 32s thinking I would actually make it into the 32s. I never quite got there.
2: When we got married, we were... When...
1: Uh, 34 but I, I'm, I was six foot two at the right.
0: time. I am now less than six foot two um, because I've shrank, but I think a 32 34 is what I wore my entire life. Right. Jeff and was I excellent. was slender.
1: Jeff was you know when I met Jeff 20 years ago, he, he was the skinny guy compared to me. I was like, I'm hanging out with a skinny guy now. he's cool yeah. because he's skinny that certain: Really one, that's why I was cool awesome them. you were cool because you were cool but it was also that <laughs> like, you were also one of my skinny friends you know when you look yeah. upon your friends and you go, i got skinny friends and i got fat friends you were in the skinny kid club <laughs> yeah i was i was Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> i know Edel, well, Edel is skinny
1: he's got a big he's got a bear he's belt. got a punch yeah. and then the
2: skinny one is brandon
1: yeah
2: brandon he's very fit and glenn
0: yeah. Glenn's super skinny. I yeah. think Glenn he, all he lives on is, is either alcohol or coffee. Now it's really coffee no, he, is all He, he works lives out on.
2: a lot.
1: I, I found out yeah. what Glenn's food group is, actually. And I I wasn't Wh- aware of it. What's his food group? Leftovers. Leftovers. He will eat anybody's leftovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you notice in Tuxman? Yeah. yeah. He, he, he he while he was here for a few days, uh, he would I noticed he would not eat anything I fed him, but he would scavenge whoever it didn't have to be Rebecca's. It could be anybody's. Brother's would, been
0: broke to way too long. He
1: would, <laughs> he would scavenge off no, of anybody's bag. In, in,
2: in, in Tuxpan, he ate the leftovers of, of Nikita and Percy and Avery, and Josh was eating right. the kids' leftovers because we adults yeah. didn't have leftovers. Yeah. Right. For all the kids did. Yeah. yeah.
1: So so uh, I don't he know. He was trying
2: everything, though. though because yeah. I don't like know
1: it. where he picked it up from, but obviously that's his bag, as being the leftover man. That's funny. It, and also, he
0: loves the spicy. Yeah. Like, super goddamn spicy.
2: No, it looks like he was eating a lot because he was trying new food. So. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, man, the spicier the food, the more he wanted it. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: good. good.
2: Good for him. And he also exists. Absolutely. The so, 34 is,
1: 34 is the goal. 30,
0: 34, is the goal. 30, 34 is the goal. I have a long way to go because I'm still wearing the 40s.
1: Yeah. Um, it's doable, though. It's it's doable. It's about 50 pounds, give or take. Yeah, but same. But... but
2: I am helping
1: him. Yeah, no, it's 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 a uh, it's a it's a good long range goal, and I, I think it's one that you can achieve. I think if I keep up the twenty
0: minutes a day, yeah. and then I will add to it, you know, I'm right now all I'm doing a little bit of stretching right. before and after, but just on that and bike, that, we'll I, do... I turn it up to like um, a six or seven as far as the the what and is that, that? that the inertia the goes. Um, I do that, and I think if I, think if I it, add. Uh, yoga, sure, I fucking hate yoga with every fiber of my being. I will do it with you.
2: But the 20-minute one, she's Especially pretty Especially if you're awesome.
0: naked. But, what?
2: She's pretty awesome, the 20-minute she has.
0: The 20-minute one is perfect for me, because anything more than that, I, my mind starts to just fucking rage. I love yoga. So, uh, um, yoga is not my favorite thing to do. I was thinking of What's that? Oh, just checking the time. Did
2: you tell Did you tell him Did you tell him what we're at fifty two? We're good, but we
0: remember we've been recording like twenty minutes yeah. before. Do you remember Anita so.
2: told you about?
0: Oh yeah, my daughter. Um, <laughs> I was uh, my daughter mentioned. It's like this commercial in, in bed. George. She was like, uh, uh, she, Papa. Are you really fat? I said yes. I'm. I'm really fat. Well, you know what? You should try. You should try. What's it called? In
2: Hulu is this commercial oh, it's, that is over and over and over. It's daily burn. It's
0: daily burn. You should do daily burn. Day. <laughs> like, yes, Nikita, you are right. I should. In be Hulu daily it burn. is
2: this this commercial about daily burn? Yeah. Daily comes burn. every time, so Papa, maybe you should do daily burn.
1: Huh? <laughs> well, I mean, it's nice to see that advertising works. I mean, you know.
2: Advertising works it's on everyone they, all the time.
1: Should they so. for, should they spend all that money and it's not working? It's nice to see that it's actually paid off. Yeah. If the advertising is worked. Pop up. Maybe you should do the daily burn, or maybe you shouldn't. You should. But you should but at least consider. I was
0: thinking about adding maybe some push ups. I can't really do sit ups. I really could probably do leg lifts. Probably better for me. Sit ups are pretty. So I have bad for back, back already. 20
2: yeah. the twenty minute so. minute yoga. She is pretty good. Yeah. No, it is.
0: I just fucking hate yoga. You Second. Even
2: heard yoga?
1: I don't mind her
0: yoga. I don't mind. I all yoga is the same to me. Mm-hmm. It's just all fucking boring and terrible. But when I'm riding my bike, I get
1: to watch funny stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Right?
2: She's very pretty. And well, it's I mean that's a really
1: good point because you know <laughs> there there are right now. You're exercising. and You're doing the bike, and that that's great. Yeah. I, I think at a certain point you're going to find that everybody. It, it's not going to be enough? No, it's not. Give it, give it, I give that. It, Given the goals that you have, but not only is it not going to be enough, uh, there is there is another simple fact in that is your body reacts to changing it up. Yep. You should never focus on doing one kind of exercise exactly. continuously for too many. As soon as you're, you're going to know when you're going to hit a wall, you're going to stop reaching goals. And mm-hmm. at that point, it's like, well, okay, I've been riding the bike. Now I've got to do something entirely different. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you've got to get yourself out of the routine. I probably have
0: to end up with daily burn. It, you might, you
1: might end up. I, don't, you know, I know you don't belong to a gym, but you're gonna to have to find something that you can do at home. And there's, there's plenty that's not daily burn. That's I not love e-
2: gyms, but it's very far away. Yeah, yeah.
1: Really. It, it, you know, Absolutely. If you hate yoga, there there are other m- movements, Pilates type things that you can do at home. I mean, Pilates might you might be more into, but. You're not going to be able to watch television while you're doing it. So it's not going to be necessarily that, that's easy. That's my biggest
0: I I want to be entertained while what I'm What about doing swimming? Funny. But uh, swimming would be great, but okay. where? Where am I going to fucking swim? I'm not going to join a gym because I'm too far mm. far away. Okay. I that's need I one need one. convenience. I right. I'm, I'm a creature of convenience. It
1: has to be convenient It always has to be convenient. But you know, the, you hopefully you'll find something at Well, that's that why I'm do. saying like my
0: daughter said, daily burn might not be made cuz I can do the 15-20 minutes and do different things. I um, can do 15, 20 minutes of yoga. I can do 15, 20 minutes of eh, whatever. I don't know any workout terms. Right. Uh, moving my body in a different way. I, right. T- t-
2: right. T- right now, my
0: simple philosophy is eat less, move more. It's,
1: it's working. It's, it's working. It's, it's working. I, I hope so. If 34 is the goal, you're going to run into a wall. But, you know, it's definitely working. Definitely working. Sure. I myself, you know, the, the biggest problem that you're going to run into is life. So I, uh, you know, we moved here, and I went on sabbatical for almost six months where I wasn't doing what I used to do. It was doing yeah. stuff here and there, but I really wasn't dedicated to it. I mean, you really got to be dedicated to it. I mean, if you're doing 20 minutes, that's great, and you're dedicated to your 20 minutes. I had gotten to the point where I was no longer dedicated to it. It was like, ah, eh, if I can get out and go do a walk, fine, if I can be in. It, right away, within six months, I picked it up. Uh, you know, I was, you know, I went from my thirty-four waist size to I bought my first pair of dress pants here for work, thirty-six. And then uh, in the last couple of months, like thirty-six is getting kind of tight, and I'm like, oh shit, this is this is going to be a problem that I got to stop right now, right away.
2: My dad, yeah, that is extremely fit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, always oh, since today he does the same. No, you want this? No, I'm on a diet. I gain I weight. Where? Where? I gain two kilos. It is like a pound. Yeah. So my dad, every time that he gained two kilos, get into a diet for a week. Yeah,
1: well, you know. And that
2: is a way to do it. I'm sorry, yeah. but he can eat whatever he wants. Yeah, the rest yeah of if the you're table.
0: already at that weight, right. I have to get there for her. So Yeah. So, and that's, that's the thing. I have to retrain my whole person. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I, I stop drinking beer during the week. Yeah. I drink tequila instead. Yeah,
2: Nikita, mm-hmm.
0: Close the door. Close the door. Yeah, Nikita, you
1: close the whole door. So, cut that out. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the uh, I, guess, I guess what I was getting at was exactly what Yamile was saying, which is that you don't want to get off the, the wagon, because even if you do, it's going to be painful. But the other thing is, life happens. You know, I got off of it for six months. Mm-hmm. Get back on. Don't get discouraged. Just go, well, yeah. you know, just because I failed for six months doesn't well, mean I have to fail forever. First, I have to be on a wagon for yeah. a while or off a wagon. Yeah. Where, wherever right.
0: the wagon might be, right. I need to be somewhere near a wagon mm-hmm. long enough yes. to be, like, I need to get down to a certain right. something. Right. I have shirts in my closet that I can't wear because I'm too fat. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to fit into that those shirts. Right. So that's my goal right now. It's just to simply fit into the uh, shirts that are in the closet, mm-hmm. and if that can happen, right. I think the rest of it can as well.
1: Yeah, I know it can. I know. So, I know. You, I know you can do it. There's no no doubt in my mind. Well,
0: I've I, I, I've I've done hurdles like, of course, I stopped smoking weed. I also stopped smoking cigarettes right. like overnight, just yeah. done. Mm-hmm. I was and done. That is when
2: he mm-hmm. blew.
0: And that's really when I
1: ballooned because well, got to stick something in my mouth. Right, Man. so. I mean, that's, you know, honestly, looking back historically, I'd say I was really surprised when you did quit like that, and you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think we were all shocked, but uh, then again, that is when you started on the path of not being my skinny friend, Jeff. No, I was your chubby friend, Jeff. (laughs) You were my chubby friend, Jeff. And at times, you've been my fat friend, Jeff, but... (laughs) It's been, you know, you you've actually come down. Again. I don't know if all
0: the Jeffs you know. I don't know if I've ever been as big as some other Jeffs.
1: Yeah, this is true. But this, <laughs> I love you, Jeff. If, if we're talking about Miller, the thing about Miller though, is, Miller is actually pretty good about working out. He's been working out for years. I know. I, it's it so amazes me that I've
0: seen like friend face photos and shit of him during marathons and running and right. r- wow.
1: Yeah, talk about inspiration. So you you yeah. can you can be big and fit too. You know, one of the things yeah, that man. I found is when I was actually down into the 34s pushing the 32s, I didn't have as much of the mass as I wanted to have. I had these little tiny T-Rex arms. So one of the things I started doing <laughs> They weren't they were little tiny arms. My wife goes, "You've got no ass." I found myself and, screeching for no reason. Right. I had <laughs> I had you know, when I was when I was running half marathons, I had zero ass. And I had these little tiny arms, and I was like, you know, no, I got to bring it back up. I've got to have, I've got to have some weight on. So I, I actually did make a concerted effort to run less and lift more. And uh, you know, I was sitting out here last night. And you go, Mike. You know, I was wearing the wife beater last night, which is something you probably yeah, don't see me in very regularly. Right? I, you know, I do have some muscle mass, in and much, much like Miller does too. It's just, you sits, your arms, yeah, right? yeah. It, you know, it just sits there and it kind of hides a little time. bit. Yeah,
2: like Beto, yeah. he has had that body. All his life. I'm sorry. You yeah. Know. Yeah. He just exercised a little bit and yeah.
0: he gets... Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it's his body type. right? You know? That was
0: one thing I think that Dave ran into. Yeah. Um, he has had his body type for so very long. And when he started working out, what he found was he could grow muscle like that. Yeah. Like really quickly grow muscle, but it didn't help him get any skinnier no it yes. helped him like bulk up uh-huh. so he, he ended up being this you know rawr, yeah, and also,
2: yeah,
1: armstrong and he he looked great man i, I you know I, oh absolutely he looked great yeah. I, occasionally those that the, the uh, halloween he was here those photos will pop up from like when he was at his peak fitness I'm like, Damn. yeah yeah he Dave, good. Dave looked real good remember,
2: <laughs> he looked really good as sexy cop remember adela, <laughs>
1: adela was, mm, he really good. so uh, <laughs> yeah hold on yeah so we're moving on to our next beer of the night this one is uh, a special beer this is a special release from uh, Three Magnet Brewing absolutely it's actually a collaboration with Triceratops Brewing which is a brewery I'm actually not familiar with at all Triceratops huh yeah not Triceratops which would be the uh, beer from Ninkasi but uh, this is a special release I had this one in the brewery last weekend and uh, I made the mistake I ordered it and it was supposed to come in a snifter, and they brought it to me in a full pint glass. Uh, and uh, go, go, go. the bartender had to Get come back. running out about three minutes into my drink and go, hey. just so you know, that's uh, I poured it in the wrong glass. You got it in the entirely wrong glass. It's supposed to come in a snifter, and you should not, you know, if you're going to drink the entire pint, fine. But be very careful. That is a straw. Yeah. Well, we're,
0: we each got a pint to drink out of this. Yeah.
1: so. uh I liked the beer. It was really good. This is uh this is not an imperial IPA. I'm trying to remember what style it is. It's an imperial. You said this is a uh, Rye um, IPA.
0: Yeah, you you informed me it was a rippa.
1: Yeah. This is a double rye India pale ale. Um it weighs in Oh,
0: Triceratops Brewing. Triceratops, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Brewing is
1: here on Dickinson Avenue in Olympia, Washington. I think this is one of those breweries that's kind of like at a stage where they're not like a brewery oh my yet. God, like where it's maybe some guys out of their house getting ready to like they might be up and coming. Like the next, the next time you come to Olympia, they might actually be a brewery that you can visit. I, well, I that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. That would be awesome because this is a fan fucking test. Isn't beer. it a good beer? I had this last weekend. Holy shit, bags
0: baby! Um, uh, this is a beer I could sit down and spend my rest of the night drinking.
1: Unfortunately, I had to drive us back up the hill. Um, <laughs> So I, I got two thirds into my glass and then passed it to somebody else to, to kill the rest of it because uh, I was not going to be walking straight. As a matter of fact, we left uh, three magnets and we had to walk around for a little bit before I was ready to drive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I
0: understand this is, but is is fantastic. God, yeah. those are really good. Three magnets is is certainly on my top top five
1: they've been uh they've been making a name for themselves they recently got a big write-up in the seattle times or the pi one of the seattle papers Mm -hmm. um they started bottling very recently so i know uh i got like a text from miller on friday afternoon he goes look at this mike i can get three magnets up here uh in in where he was at uh Mm -hmm. he was he was was at the the marysville yeah marysville
0: um which is a ghost town for beer, but... Right. You know, but, he's
1: got Skookum. Right. Nice is that, and close. Yeah, Skookum's great. Skookum's one of my top five, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're they're bottling now. They're getting out and about. Um, I imagine they're going to can, because everybody starts canning. We start to see Melvin in cans. You
0: know what, canning, is, uh, I've I've grown to... I remember when we first started talking about this a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. The canning thing, we're like, oh, we'll never drink out of cans. Mm-hmm. Well, I still don't drink out of cans. I'll buy cans... But I will pour it into a glass. Yeah. I still can't drink out of the can itself. Right. Even when I went camping, I brought like two six-packs of Sweet As
1: in, in a can
0: and I still poured it in my glass. Yeah. I no. still brought glasses with me to pour into. So.
1: Well, that's entirely where your Ben Tap Trail reward is going to come into play. Because if we actually are able to go to Ben this summer, Absolutely. The, the reward for their Tap Trail... Is one of the silly glasses? Yeah, one of the silk silk cups. The funny thing is, those silk cups were actually invented, manufactured, and made in Bend. It's a Bend cup, so I know you've oh. got. I know you've got one. I from, got one yeah. from the Bellingham Tap Trail, but you'll have I another the one. Shit
0: out of it camping. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's perfect for camping, right? You throw it; you don't got to worry about dropping it. Cleaning it's easy. It's it's good to. Yeah, go. the worst
0: thing about dropping it is you spilt your beer. Right. That's because the glass is not going to break.
1: Right. You throw it in your bag. Put shit on top of exactly. it. You don't worry about it. it. It's absolutely perfect for that. It is. So you can have your canned beer. Well, I, I hope
0: to, I hope to make to the Ben thing. I think with uh, some cheap mo- no tell
1: motel. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think you know. I mean, we have no intention of staying anywhere where I've got to spend a bunch of money. That's that's the thing. Is 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 yeah.
0: Money's tight yeah. like right now. The fucking car. I fucking hate. Um. But then again, I hate a lot of things that cost me money. Right. So. There's there's a lot of things I hate the cost me. Is there
1: no love for the car because you you uh, you you're visiting me in in Olympia right now? and yeah. I, know, I know that's a three hour car ride. Yeah. Compare the comfortableness of it. Uh, you know, you got heated seats, you got air conditioning. It's probably my got got nice last rug. car had the same thing. You, you've probably got enough power when you want to pass somebody. All you got to do is give it a little throttle. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a creature comfort kind of cruising machine. Your last one was to but uh, I imagine I imagine this one would just given the extra amount of power. The biggest difference, the biggest difference between the two vehicles is my other vehicle was high up.
0: Yeah. This vehicle is very low. You're right. That was something I had to get used to. Yeah. The other best feature about this car, yeah. I just turn it on in the morning like my alarm goes off in the morning, I've already gotten ready for work, I go click click, start my car, it's warm by the time I get into it. Yeah. Best feature about the car. Other than that, it's a fucking car.
1: Butt warmers? It's got butt warmers, doesn't it? Yeah, but so sort did of my last car. Did it? And I
0: hate butt warmers. Really? I fucking hate butt warmers. Mm-hmm. I don't care how cold the fucking car is. I hate butt warmers. Because as soon as I sit down, those fucking seats, the warm fucking seats are great to keep your pizza warm, by the way. Little secret, if you have seat warmers in your car, you turn it on, put your pizza, because if you have to drive any length of time, it's going to keep your pizza a little warmer. All right. It's a good thing. It's a good, good thing. move. Good move. It's, it's a little life hack, right. as the internet might call it. Uh, um, but what I found is I get swamp ass when those fucking things are on
1: uh, and my back starts to sweat a lot it, I just, no, I don't want that see, I want I'm it. a person who suffers from back pain a lot of the time I crank that bitch on and it, my, my back feels like butter like a little, like, you know, I don't have anybody in my life that will actually massage my back for me, so this is as close who as does? I, who does, unless you pay them Wait, and I'm right, not now. willing to get naked anywhere yeah, I, well Especially the way I look. <laughs> if you if you happen to be married to Nicole, she has insists on a live in masseuse. So she often will get whatever massage she wants. Me, I gotta suffer. So the closest I get to a massage... did you have to
0: go buy hot rocks and shit and put it on her back? If she wants them, she'll get them. Or those those globy goddamn mm-hmm. things where no. they they. It's all these. You,
1: My hands. I'm a master, yeah, you know. It's a, it's a workout. It, it is it's a workout. workout. You're working out the fit. It is a workout, and you know I happen to give a pretty decent massage. I think right, on. And, right. On. Uh,
0: but uh, I think I, I've been on the receiving end of a uh, a slight massage right. for so, me. Um, so massages, I'm all about the massages. Right on. Right on. It's, it, you know, it's it's all about pleasing others. Yeah, that's what life is, man. It's all about pleasing others. <sighs> I, I like it when I'm able to please my wife. All right. Like it, it, it makes me feel better even if I don't get mine yeah. I'll eventually get mine but if I can give her hers good you're a good guy See, it, it's a good thing I like to sleep why I've always loved going down on folks because yeah, yeah. it's what it's it's a pleasure yeah. in the immortal words of train spotting right. other people's leisure mm-hmm. is my pleasure mm-hmm. I think it went that way or yeah. it was the other way yeah. around I don't know other people's pleasure is my leisure I don't know how that went but it was awesome. Nonetheless. All right. All right.
1: So, yeah, you make, a, you make a good
0: argument for that. Me. Do unto others. All right. As you would give head unto others. Would give head Personally, unto
1: Personally, I like to please, but it better come with a return. There better be a payoff.
0: Yeah, I found that very rarely do you get the pay off. Immediately. Sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. It's later on down the road. Hey, if I don't get beat because I've pleased, then in my mind, I'm ahead, right?
0: Speaking in influences. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see The Wizard of Oz when I was a kid. Right. But guess what I did watch? The Wiz. Michael Jackson. He's, he's on down, yeah, the road. Road. yeah, fucking great goddamn movie, isn't it? Yeah. I thought it was wonderful.
1: It's a terrific movie. I, it's one that I've only seen like a couple of times.
0: I saw that movie so much when I was a kid. I don't know why I ended up seeing that before I saw the actual Wizard of Oz. But The Wiz was, to me, I love The Wiz. I don't know why. Fucking Diana Ross. Oh, she's goddess. Goddess in every sense of the word. Is she still hot? I wonder. I have no idea. I'm sure she still has that air of fucking gorgeous. Yeah, exactly. Royalty. She's fucking royalty. There's photos of her, like, uh, what is that? Studio 54? She's sitting on the DJ booth. She's sitting. She just like, boom, puts her right ass right up there on the DJ. Can the DJ say anything? Fuck no. It's fucking Diana Ross. All right, what are you going to do? Yeah. She's going to do rails off your fucking recording equipment. Mm -hmm. That's what she's going to do. And she's going to go back and just be fucking awesome.
1: She's a sweet girl. Was she doing rails?
0: Probably. It was the 70s, baby. Everybody was doing rails. Everybody's doing rails off everything Mm -hmm. else. So. There might be a handful of people out there that can say... They've done rails off of Diana Ross. And that would make them... of uh,
1: Wouldn't that be great? Uh, it'd be amazing. I just it'd be got a hard-on thinking about uh, it. Exactly.
0: exactly. <laughs> amazing woman. Yeah. Amazing woman. And that, that goes back to my taste in music. Extremely edible. Extremely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and I, I really think that uh, that... The 70s were such an amazing fucking time... For music and movies. And, and, and my parents were just on the wrong fucking end of that shit. Right. They were just so wrong about that. Um, so it, I'm glad I was able to learn later on yeah. that there was real things happening. And that was one of the last times, I think, in our culture, pop culture, uh, even now. Pop culture, that was the last time people were fucking real about shit. I think. One of the last times. Hmm. There's been little bits here and there, like uh, um, I think when rap really started to become big, like N.W.A. and all that stuff. I think that was a very real time for that style. Mm-hmm. But after that, I don't really, I I can't hear the pureness of right. you know that that music. You,
1: you got to dig, right? I mean, like the stuff that's playing on the radio. I don't think Lady Gaga is. Well, the woman is incredibly talented. Super seen, actress.
0: Super actress. She's a good actress, but she's also musically incredibly talented. I've seen mm-hmm. her play the piano and sing a solid fucking song. She'd
1: crush Iggy. I mean, I like I like singing along with Iggy, but... Iselia. Yeah. Uh, she, yeah. Lady no, Gaga is... Lady
0: Gaga is, is an absolutely fucking amazing yeah. lady. But I don't like her style of music that yeah. she's popular for. But as soon as she goes into something else, I watched her do... Some jazz number, which was absolutely incredible. Her range,
1: amazing.
0: Why aren't you doing Oh, wait, you wouldn't be rich and famous if you did the other stuff, so right. never mind. I
1: understand why she does it. Everybody but- sizes rich and famous. Not everybody, but lots of people side with rich and famous. Uh, well, yeah, mostly just rich. Right. I really don't give a shit if I'm famous. Yeah.
0: But rich would be nice. It yeah. would be nice.
1: So we're drinking the three magnets. You're, you're you've worked your way into the glass. This this is at
0: least a four and a half, if not a five. This is at least a four, four and a half. This is a really terrific a beer. Solid
1: four. I am feeling, beginning to feel super fuzzy headed. Where I was pacing myself well with the other ones. Really, you finished every beer before me. How right. are you pacing yourself? I'm a fast drinker. So. Watch, well, watch me. I, I'm pacing myself because before we started recording, I noticed you had drank. Several beers. I had had one. That's true. That's right. true.
0: Yes, but I added to that one Right. when I
1: opened another beer. I added
0: to yours right. and poured like a third of one beer right. in yours. So, so you so, you did drink a little bit more than one beer. Right.
1: So much like yesterday, and and that's kind of what I and wanted. my
0: my three martini uh, day.
1: Right. It was a three martini day. It was. A, it was, it was a really <laughs> and, and, I, day. and I kind of wanted to pull it back to that because I, I didn't know if you'd be comfortable talking on mic about okay. Well, we, oh, went out, we went out. We went out for I, I'm like you, Mike. Yeah. I don't
0: mind talking about embarrassing things. Okay. Well, I mean, as long as they have nothing to do with my wife. Right. Like my wife is kind of off yeah. limits when right. it comes to
1: her embarrassing shit. Right.
0: But like my embarrassing shit, I could give a shit. Like
1: so we went out for dinner, and, and while we were absolutely at, while we were at dinner, which was a, a fantastic, our film. amazing waitress, she was awesome. Right. They also were giving us amazing drinks. I mean, I had one, but you had three drinks. I
0: had three Hendrix martinis, dirty as the day is long. Right, uh, absolutely. What did she um,
1: call them? She said they were dirty, like Miley Cyrus's tw- twerk.
0: Yeah, they were as dirty as Miley Cyrus's twerk, and that, that was one of the ones she brought me. She was like, "Here it is, as dirty as Miley Cyrus's twerk." I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah." I as much
0: as I'm not a huge fan of Miley Cyrus, but you know, a Miley Cyrus, she's coming twerk. in like a wrecking ball, and that's kind of an awesome fucking song. Right. To be honest with you, I do like
1: that song. So, but before we had gone out for dinner, you had had, uh, in a, it w- during the podcast, we had talked about my recent trip into exploring the world of marijuana. Yes, so. the, mar- the yes, yes. So, yes. before even going out yes. for dinner, mm. I, I, we did a little exchange. I gave you a, a like, here's. here's yes,
0: dinner. I took one quarter of a tiny edible, right. which you quantified by telling me how many milligrams of yada right. de douche right. were in the goddamn it. And it was just a little goddamn chocolate. Right. And I took one quarter of it. And so, so so the problem is, is that I drank too much and didn't fucking think anything. Right. And then I ended up eating one more quarter of it when we got back, which I don't think really affected me as much.
1: All right. Because I think, I think, uh, well, and, and to reiterate, they sell, they, they sell most edibles now are sold in a 10 milligram, as in 10 milligrams should be enough to get you fucking high.
0: So 10 milligrams of uh, marijuana. Yeah. It's, of, of the, it's the 10 cannabis. milligrams of THC,
1: right. basically. Should be enough to get you high. So uh, when you buy a brownie, a huge brownie like that, it's 10 milligrams, so you know where to cut it. it it's going to get you that high. The chocolate is 10 milligrams, just condensed into a smaller chocolate. So you okay. had you had one quarter of what should be enough to get you fucking high.
0: Yeah, which I was. It was probably already about four beers in. Right. And then I ate that, drank right. another beer. Then we went and I had three martinis. Right. And then when I got back, so I I really think I just completely covered it up. So I may have to, in at some point in the near future, right. not drink, right.
1: and, just, and maybe partake. Right. But I, I will I will note, and, and the one thing, see, I wanted to ask you about the spirit experience, but it, it sounds to me like you recognize that you completely clouded the experience. I think the it could
0: be that with the martinis because yeah. it was the three martini day, as yeah. I've previously mentioned um and i kind of blacked out
1: you were time traveled yeah
0: i don't remember coming back here <laughs> let's just put it that way i re- but i remember being here after the meal right but i don't remember getting here okay so i think i was much clouded by the alcohol more yeah. than i was any kind did, of D&C. did you remember
1: your dinner at all
0: oh absolutely i remember yeah. the entire dinner yeah. But I don't remember getting traveling here. here huh? It's just getting here. It was time travel, right. basically. I just, I was at the restaurant. We left the restaurant. I was here. Right. That's pretty much how and that go, I mean
2: they, one of the best And it was
0: fucking fantastic. Yeah, if you go great. to the dock side here in Olympia,
2: you know, solid,
0: a, solid food. You Thank you, right, very, you very, pay. very, very much.
1: And it, it, it is one of the restaurants in Washington that is uh, a, a member of the Gastronome Association. They have a oh, the up really? in it. And, you know, the gastronomes are only going to, like, the best, the best. Or, Do they know. have any of the, the Michelin stars? They don't have a Michelin star, but they are part of the gastronome Okay, society. I was just curious. No, you, I, I, no, no, no reason to be defensive. No, I'm not, I'm not getting defensive. I'm but, you know, defensive. I wouldn't mind eating at a Michelin star restaurant with you. I have before, and as much as I like the Dockside, it's not worthy of a Michelin star.
0: Uh, really? Really? You
1: think so? I know so. Okay. I think. Oh,
0: yeah, Because I've never, I've never, I don't know if I've ever eaten at a Michelin. I, a Michelin star restaurant. What does that so. mean? I'm sorry. Uh, Michelin star is basically the greatest chefs of, I don't know, what is it? France mm. judge these restaurants and I'm they quite give France. them so many stars because that's where the Michelin thing is from.
2: It's like the ballet in England.
0: Yeah, it's it's like the best ballets in the fucking world are judging other ballets and mm. going, okay, you can have one, two, or three stars, mm-hmm. and. If it's a Michelin star, then you know that's a fucking fine restaurant.
1: And it, you know, and at that point they're kind of made. You, you can tout that you have a Michelin star; you are guaranteed oh, yeah. a certain amount of business. You're without. a friend you, of ours. You, you
2: are a, a super. Know a lot about food. Mm-hmm. Which are the best right now? considered the best chefs in the world.
1: Uh, greatest chef in the world.
2: Chefs. Chefs in general, would they have the best
1: food. Well, I was going to say, you know, the the Michelin star restaurant that I ate at in Las Vegas, uh, the Atrière is run by Joel Robichon, who was mm-hmm. designated as being the chef of the century, the uh, chef of the century, not the ce-
0: where? chef of, in Las Vegas. Of, yeah,
1: not the chef of the
0: decade, not the chef of any the century. That's a
1: hundred years. No, no,
2: no. Yeah. But uh, he's one. I'm talking about Cienti. the general. You know, the chefs that are coming, the country that is coming with the most amazing food. Because you know,
1: uh, you know, it, it, you know, uh, there are a lot of really great chefs. Um, but the is. Michael Jordan of the chefing. Um, there's Hubert Keller. There is. Uh, there, there's there's a handful of them. There's a couple of them. There's a handful of them. But they are so vastly overshadowed by Joel Robichon until he kind of passes away. They're not going to be able to come into their own light. and You're not going to be able to designate another chef that is at that level.
2: The thing is, to be honest with you, I eat in these restaurants. But then I eat in these restaurants in Mexico that are, you know, gourmet. Yeah. And they're better. Yeah. Huh? And, and, and that is you know I'm so sorry but you, Well, you, like
0: like he says, uh, you can't run into any restaurant on this planet without running into a Mexican motherfucker that works there. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, no, I mean
1: Sh- Mexican I'm, I'm not. I, you know what? Great, it's fantastic. Oh, oh, Spanish ones. Yeah, right. If if you want to know, and, and Uncle Tony tells me this, and I I know what Anthony to be Bourdain. T- Anthony Bourdain. I know mm-hmm. this to be true. That every great restaurant in America is secretly ran by Mexicans, not just Mexicans, but Mexicans from Veracruz. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. You happen to come from a part of Mexico where the greatest, chef... dad. yeah, what
2: Mariela's dad,
1: yes. So, so
0: and it... he is celebrated throughout Mexico and even internationally as one of the best seafood so, restaurants in Mexico. So,
1: the chefs from Veracruz. Uh, they all travel to America, and then from America, they even go outward to the world. Um, and they work underneath these great chefs, and they create really good great restaurants. And the problem is now, they, it, there, was a, there was a great discussion recently about why Mexicans get upset about uh, Rick Bayless representing Mexican food. And, uh, I wouldn't know. and you don't know Rick Bayless necessarily. Yes, you yes we know who Rick Bayless yeah. is, and he celebrates Mexican food. He celebrates in Mexican Me- food. Yeah. but the Mexican community has a really big problem with him because he doesn't make the best Mexican food. He make. I've been no. to his restaurants. They're good. They're great. Does he make the best Mexican food? Well, he's made the best Mexican food I've had. But I know if I went to Veracruz, I could do better.
2: Oh, uh, yes. But, but what he does that, that I think is beautiful, yeah. and that is why I love yeah. him, yeah. it is it is because he, when you see him, he really, yeah. really respects and loves yeah. Yeah. Mexican R- food, R- And when he tries to do the recipes and everything, we have a book of him, he does the best that he can, mm-hmm. and, and he does... The the best way to 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 make Americans understand Mexican right. food, real okay. Mexican okay. food, and that is very important.
1: That that that, that is very important. But uh, this was a conversation that came up recently on uh, on uh, the Joe Rogan Show, and was the episode was guest starring Eddie Wong of uh, Fresh Off the Boat. Eddie Wong himself being a restaurateur, but he made it real clear, and it, it suddenly made great sense to me the reasons why Mexicans have a problem with Rick Bayless or I have a problem with going to a Mexican restaurant run by white people, let's just say it, or going to a Chinese restaurant run by white people, and then suddenly, you know, they're representing the culture. The problem, a lot of it is, is because the bloggers, the community, they need to go to English speakers. There are some great Mexican restaurants in America, but they're never going to get representation in American media, because the great chefs behind those
2: don't—they're not even chefs. They're just cook people that right. cook all their lives. They don't,
1: which are chefs. They—they mm-hmm. they don't necessarily speak English. They're from Veracruz.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're Mexicans. They—they they, they have
0: no voice like, within uh, the culture. Right,
2: okay, Mariela's that. that this culture. Mariela yeah. first. Who is Mariela? Mariela is my
0: ex sister in law.
2: Ex sister.
0: Okay? Yeah. And she's and he, fabulous and her dad is
2: amazing. She has a, he has a restaurant that is Veracruz um, state non mm-hmm. restaurant. Yeah. And even, you know, it is like international cats praise. praised, praised, praised. He's still the guy. I have
0: a feeling probably Anthony Bourdain has been to it. Yeah. No, probably no, I I'm talking about
2: that, but you go to, to, to there and he goes out and says I cannot get the because he is in a, like, and he is still is in the kitchen sweating.
1: Cooking. He's mm-hmm. a chef.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's
1: not a celebrity chef. Mm-hmm. He's a chef.
2: And he goes, ah, and he is, you know, in our, in He'll our, come our anniversary. Table. In All our right. anniversary Amazing two guy. years ago or three years ago, he sends us these tamales, oyster tamales. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: no. they were fucking... Oh, God. They sound magical.
2: Um, no, you he, have he, no, no idea. Every I time he's hmm. inventing mm-hmm. things. Best
0: tamales. You know. Probably ever had,
2: and everything he makes, you know, it is different and, and beautiful, mm-hmm. and everything is with seafood. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it is just he is amazing. It is mm-hmm. just amazing, and 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 then that is the thing. He's a chef now. He has mm-hmm. just cooked his life, yes. and you know, doubles with food. He's not rich. Well, yeah. uh, it's
0: a knows. renowned restaurant. He's though. kind of rich. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> but, like every other person from Mexico wherever they're from in Mexico, they have heard of this place. Right. They've heard of Tuxpan. They've heard of the food there. And some of them have La even Toron. heard of his restaurant. Right. Um, speaking of someone who is, is from me. Mexico, mm-hmm. who, uh, one of my minions, uh, Lucia, she's an amazing lady, um, but she's from just outside of uh, Mazatlan.
2: That is uh, she's Veracruz, from the Palispo. a little bit
0: north of Mazalan. She's from a, a small Alispo, village north yep. of Mazalan, but she's heard not only of Veracruz, but your, but his restaurant. Right. and she's from the other side of the nation. Right, and but from it, a it's small amazing, town. It's amazing! It's amazing. Not the richest folks in the West, but from a small town, and everyone's heard of Veracruz and the seafood, and the the
1: food there is uh. renowned. So, so. What he needs is, uh, and that's that's one of the problems, right? Like, uh, what he, he needs
0: is nothing. No, he has
1: everything he needs. Okay, but to get representation, yeah, to bring it back to what the original question was, was is who is who is, who is who is the greatest? No, we're good. Who is the greatest chef out there? If you can't be known to the world, you're never going to get nominated to be the greatest chef. Probably the greatest chefs in the world have never been known to the world. Exactly, exactly, exactly that, because to be the greatest chef of the world. You need to have media attention. You need to be able to talk You need to about. have the
0: want and need for that you attention. Need, you need to have, and this gentleman that we're talking about, who is one of the nicest mm-hmm. guys, he has a, a, a tamarindo tree mm-hmm. in that, in, right in front of his restaurant. And I never realized, and I'm, of course, taking pictures. He's like, why are you taking pictures of the tamarindos? I'm like, I didn't know they grew on trees, number one. Number two, it's fucking above my head. This is awesome. What? <laughs> right. The tamarind tree. Uh, that's uh, in, at his restaurant In front of his restaurant He's like Yeah, I use this shit all the time You just ate some of it Right He's using the shit Around his restaurant So, so In the restaurant Amazing So final thoughts is Final thoughts is Best food in the world Comes from Mexico No,
2: no, 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 nah. no, no, no First best yes. Mexican food fin- Final
1: thought is Best food in the world Is when you can reach out And pick it Like like I can reach out And pick this three magnets It's local. Can I say something? I
2: think that the first best food comes from people that has been cooking. It doesn't matter if you have a degree or not. It's people that love the craft and do it out of... I don't know. Something this
0: gentleman has always said. Cook with love. Mm -hmm. And if you put that love and respect into your food, you can't lose.
2: Because this guy cannot make French food or, or, or... food. No, he does what he does the best. You I can mean, make he better
0: Crucano mm-hmm.
2: But, you know, he's doing what he does. But I think that it, is important. You know, it is. Whatever you want to eat, go to the best of the yeah. in that. Mm-hmm.
1: Techniques can be taught, skills can be learned. But until you have passion and love that you can put into your food, mm-hmm. it's never going to be enough.
0: But that goes back to my saying when you please others, please yourself. I'll go down on you, baby. <laughs> Not before I go down on you.
2: Good night. Have a
0: wonderful evening, ladies and gentlemen, and I hope you all please one another. Now you to
2: stop yes.
0: Where the fuck's the stop
1: button? Well, well, I'm sitting in the dark,
0: it's hard to see the stop. Button. <laughs> oh, there's a stop button. Hey, baby. And we're back, I think, or maybe not, or whatever. Fuck it, and fuck you and we're back. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman and Michael Zamora. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. funny at all. It's, it's hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, he's acting like an ass. I'm, I'm fine with yeah. that. I don't mind asses. Come on. When you were younger and you had a friend to get married, you were like, why
1: oh, you gotta get married? You were
0: my friend that got married when I was younger. Yeah?
1: I never felt that uh, way.
2: age you got married?
1: 27.
2: You got married 29. Yeah.
1: It still feels like
0: years later, but it wasn't. It was only like two years later, but i never felt that of the... the, the shit. Did you invite him to your
2: wedding?
0: I didn't I, invite would, anyone to my wedding because all the huh? wedding invitations were yeah.
1: still at my house.
2: No, no, we got an invite. Yeah, you did. Yeah,
1: we did. I was like, Mexico? I can't go to Mexico. I would like to go to Mexico, but... I Good food.
2: You have... Uh,
1: I was, Liliana was. a baby. I was newly married. Liliana was a baby, and I was broke. There's that.
2: That's. <laughs>
1: Cash rules everything around me.
0: Mm-hmm. Look at that
1: Apparently these are not posters. First,
2: so. Yeah, he is
1: off. I posted that this morning. Oh. This it's can come down. Really
0: fucking heavy. Yeah, you might take that down to there.
1: Yeah. That way I can reach it. Yeah. What? Yeah, they're a little large. I was told they're not coasters. I I thought thought we were perfect. It still is. You can still hear shit, but whatever. It's gotta be a little bit better. Like mine you can't hear because I got the tiny one on. That
0: guy must have legs like rocks. (laughs) Yep. Pretty awesome. Plus, I freaking love that song.
1: <coughs> Not only that, he must have a very good heart. Why? Be- well, they they say that if you're going to be a drummer that is uh, almost like a metronome, like your yeah, timing, you your timing is based on your heartbeat. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, drummers that are particularly net- netromo- metronome. Mm-hmm. How, how, would I, how would I turn... I want to keep on saying a netronomic, but that's not going to be the right it, word. It sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, but if, of
0: all your made up words, yeah. that sounds pretty uh, awesome and perfect.
1: So, 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 drum players who can play like a metronome, like they have impeccable timing, mm-hmm. uh, like the guy from The Police and uh, Neil Fur himself both have that, that same style. Not necessarily my favorite style of drumming, but uh, they say that their, their heart rhythms are impeccable. No fluctuations, and that might be, you know, I've got a little bit of a heart murmur myself. That might be why I prefer drummers who are offbeat a little bit.
0: I've been told I don't have a heart, Yeah. so that's what I assume. My timing is way off.
1: And we're back.
0: All right, you think so? You think so? All right.
1: Okay, And we're back.
0: And we're we're back? Uh, Yeah. Oh, from the last, but we already did Final Thoughts in the last one, so this has to be a whole new podcast. Well, you've got to start with an
1: intro, but I'm going to start with, and
0: we're back. And we're back.